So as we talked about last time, traveling is opening up again, which means we can start thinking about the World Cup. That's something I have always wanted to travel for and never gotten a chance to. Have you ever considered? Absolutely. Which World Cup in your adult life that you've been physically able to travel to under your own power would you have liked to have gone to the most? Oh, super jealous. Well, only because you said physically able to, and I think mostly... Yeah, this isn't a time travel kind of thing. This is more like... Yeah, and and not so much that, but even just life-wise. Because like we talked about in the last one, passports being an issue and stuff like that. Um, I uh, When I first got into this job, it was 2006. So it was that World Cup, 2006. Pretty, yeah. I should have researched. This is Germany? No. Yes. France. No, it was Germany. Germany. France was 98. Germany. Okay. Um, I had a buddy of mine who went. And he took his girlfriend and two other friends, and I ended up watching his host home. Um, so I watched all the games uh, while they were watching them live in person. <laughs> and it was kind of like, oh, God. And he kept telling me, look, you can go on the next one. You can go on the next one. And this was 2006, so the next one being 2010. Um, 2010 was a whole different year for me, and World Cup was not on my mind. Uh, it was marriage to my wife. <laughs> Uh, so I would have gone, but it, it when he brought it up, cause I was in a different place in life where I could have afforded it and I could have gone, but it was things a wedding with, year. It, exactly. But it was all that money year. pissed away I, on marriage. I took and, it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was. Still recouping that loss. <laughs> it was the two and a half weeks we spent in Hawaii that, Aww. that took over <laughs> for to going to Hawaii. World Cup. But now that, I mean. I mean, now that that's done. Yeah, she's I not would, going anywhere. I, <laughs> and seeing as she's she's grown such a love and appreciation for soccer, and she knows World Cup, I, I don't. I, I she's do. also grown way too hot for you. Yeah, you got to yeah. watch out for that. I, yeah, that's that's you're not the, you're not like the fourth or fifth person yeah. to say that. Yeah. You got to when you're when you're pit batting out of your league, you got to yeah. be very very careful. Yeah, especially about taking her to foreign countries. Yes, I know this. Um, like, let's go tomorrow. <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, World Cup would definitely be something that I would go to. Uh, Russia doesn't uh, appeal to me. Neither does Qatar. See, Russia was um, passed. I was eighteen. Yes, um, and I would have chose South Africa. Is that ten? Yes, yes, that was, that 10. was ten. Waka waka. And he hey, went. Hey. Yes, he did go. If I could go back in time, that that'd be the one I should have gone to. But a two-year-old, no money. <laughs> um, but sadly, Qatar is the next one, twenty twenty-two, mm-hmm. and so it got me thinking: Is it ethical to travel to Qatar for the World Cup? Ever or even for the World like Cup <laughs> in 2022, presumably everything's back to normal in 2022. This is okay. two so. years away. The tournament has been moved to the winter months. It's it's, it's they had November. To. Yeah, I have it written down. Okay. It is November 21st to December 18th of 2022. So that gives us two and a half years. Wow. Two years. Sorry, that two seems years. Like a short time let's just stand. assume that. <laughs> let's just assume that COVID is not an issue anymore. 
is it ethical to travel to a country like Qatar for the World Cup? Was it ethical for them to be awarded the World Cup? Because well, it was see, very that controversial. Was, that was the first question. That, it's still yeah, controversial. It is. Um, well, and, and many people have come out and, and have um, agreed to the the bribes or, or admitting to the you know taking yeah. bribes or money to to make it happen. So I think that that does cause reason to ask: Is it ethical? I think. The thing is, is people are going to travel no matter what because it is the World Cup and, and, and aren't going to care if it's ethical or not. Yeah. Um, There's a whole lot of ways to think about it as the individual fan. It's, like, it's just... It's my... There's okay. only so many World Cups in the one's lifetime. The only reason I would ever consider it, and it's not so much... Like, there's nothing about the country that appeals to me. It, it, it From what I see, it's just rubbing in the fact that I don't have a rich, lavish lifestyle <laughs> and neither would I want to live in a desert. But <laughs> if both the United States and Scotland qualified and maybe played against each other, um, yeah, then, then I might actually feel like, oh, I, I'd, I'd kind of want to watch that, yeah. if that if, if I had a chance to watch that live. Now, granted... If I could watch USA play Scotland in, like, Scotland or in a good stadium here in the United States, that'd be a different story. Like, when they played each other in Florida, I didn't have the opportunity to go, but I also didn't make the opportunity to go because I've seen the stadiums in Jacksonville or Tampa. I can't remember which one it was, but either one, neither appealed to me. It was... Plus, I also knew it was a friendly, and I wasn't going to get to see the players that I wanted to see. In a World Cup, that changes everything. Mm-hmm. But well, these are stadiums nobody has seen, <laughs> and that's are they even built yet? Fresh, some of them, I guess, are. But just to set the table, some of the scandals around the Qatar oh, scandals awarding <laughs> is. Um, the United Nations Convention Against Torture found that Qatar continues to be a destination country for men and women subjected to forced labor and forced prostitution. Oh, shit. The Convention Against <laughs> Torture also found reports of widespread torture or ill treatment and abuse of migrant workers, in particular those under the sponsorship system, which is called Kafil. To get more into Kafil, Qatar's Kafala system entraps the immigrants with false promises of adequate wages only to significantly reduce their pay upon their arrival to Qatar. If the forced laborer protests, Qatar unlawfully detains insubordinate employees, allows employers to withhold pay, and enables employers to confiscate passports to prevent the forced laborer's return home. With this disproportionate leverage over the laborers, employers force laborers into dangerous working conditions. Employers force immigrant workers to labor for 16 hours in 120 degree heat. The forced laborers sleep 10 to 14 people in a very small room with no running water or sewage system. Under these dangerous working and living conditions, experts estimate the Qatar's system of slavery will kill upwards of 7,000 workers before the start of 2022 World Cup. A lot of... People believe that FIFA, as you know, has been embroiled in scandal. Actually, there was an FBI probe in 2015 that led to the arrest of around 30 officials on charges of bribery and corruption. Qatar was alleged to have made a lucrative deal with FIFA before its selection for the 2022 games, proving that FIFA may have learned very little. 
from the scandal. Now, that award was given in December 2nd of 2010, at which time human rights violations were well documented in Qatar. And as I've just read, the actual United Nations um, does an analysis. FIFA itself has a human rights watch agency that reports to it. Qatar still awarded the 2022 World Cup. It was a controversy to reward reward Russia in 2018 as well, but Qatar is a little bit of a unique animal. That's saying it nicely. People, (laughs) and interestingly enough, the Danish um, government parliament is about to rule. Well, they're about to vote on whether or not a boycott is going to happen from Denmark. So. Den- and there's a quote, Qatar was awarded the finals on suspicion of corruption and is a dictatorship and slave state where migrant workers are held captive in the country and up to 3,000 slave workers are estimated to have lost their lives already. It is time that we all actually dare to stand by the values we hold dear, such as democracy, freedom of speech, and fundamental human rights, even if it may cost the country and the Danish Football League financially. So Denmark has organized their fan group into a human rights activism kind of cell and the and created a petition by Danish law. If they get so many signatures and so much time, they have to discuss it in the government because Denmark is a good country. <laughs> so at all financial risk, they may actually end up having to boycott the World Cup in 2022 which somehow gives Scotland an advantage. You'll have to look into that on your own. It's the group. Yeah, exactly. So it's I read about it on the Scottish web on a Scottish newspaper's website, and that was how they phrased it. Scotland may be boosted by Denmark's boycott. If anything, that that's the one team that probably holds them back from qualifying. If I remember looking at things okay. right, because the it just recently the schedule came out for the qualifiers, and I remember looking at kind of the the schedule thinking. Normally, it's England. Somehow, weirdly, we ended up getting grouped with England, and getting past England is is always been kind of the 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 big thing for Scotland. But they're not involved this time around. So Denmark, if I remember right, did seem to be one of the scarier ones. But either way, I I didn't know that much about Qatar. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't know if you could force me into prostitution. I'm. I'm <laughs> I'm probably okay with that, but well, well, I don't necessarily you. know My if hands I. Are tied. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah. think I would fall under that category. <laughs> of of I w- I wouldn't worry about me getting stuck in Qatar due to that. Well, um, I'm talking about but, the migrant yeah. labor that builds the stadiums that are hosting the games that mm-hmm. you are going to see the right. games in. You're traveling to see. Basically, I watched a documentary thing about from Amnesty International, and here's how it works: people from other more poverty-stricken countries, pay a recruiter thousands and thousands of dollars or monies to get a job in Qatar building these stadiums, which has been going on for now 10 years. Right. And um, they're promised a wage, and they have skills. Say you're an electrician. This was in the documentary. There was a professional electrician who was given an opportunity, paid thousands of dollars or monies, his currency, to his recruiter to get a job building these stadiums he said after two months he was forced into steel working 
as an electrician, a professional electrician. So now you got to wonder if this structural integrity is even good because you've got electricians forced into steel work, which is not their specialty. So are they doing it right? Is the whole thing going to mm-hmm. come down? Right. What is the code? That was the first thing that just popped in my head when you right. said, well, now it's he's like, doing scary. this. It's yeah. like, wait, what? Second to that, the wages are not what they're promised. Of course. It's sometimes, I guess, 200 a month, which doesn't even pay the debt to that recruiter that got them the job. They can't leave because their employer has taken their passport and holds their passport. It is illegal in the country of Qatar to be out without your paperwork. If they're caught in public without their documents, they can be imprisoned. Furthermore to that, some of them are not even getting paid on a monthly basis. They get paid whenever. Occasionally. Occasionally, and they never know the amount. So you're not even, if you're promised a monthly paycheck, you may get it every three months. Now, that's pre-existing to 2010. And when FIFA awarded this in 2010, Qatar's Sheikh whoever said, this, these problems have been ongoing, persistent, even before we got the games. We're looking into them. We're making progress. So the argument becomes, do you boycott because they are so bad at human rights mm-hmm. violations or do you award it because it puts a spotlight on this country for 12 years that forces them? They've been scrutinized for 12 years. And according to FIFA and the government of Qatar, things are improving. They're not where they need to be, but they're getting better. So it, it kind of made me think. I once heard that you get awarded the World Cup as a reward for human rights well doing, for honoring democracy. When Qatar and Russia were awarded 18 and 22, irrespective, it was a scandal on both counts. I Mm -hmm, remember it mm -hmm. going around. Everyone said these two nations are both human rights violators, and why are they getting this? It's obviously corruption. And I believe one of the responses was it encourages them to rise to the standards that we've all accepted at this, this time in our history. So the question is, if they are indeed making progress, if this scrutiny has in fact forced them to make progress. Is it ethical for fans to travel to Qatar? Can you feel good about going to Qatar? No, still no. Still no? That's horrible because you don't know the leading up to the financial. But but then part of me is also like, wait a minute though. U.S., Canada, and Mexico were just gifted it. Yeah. So is that saying that we're that bad? Even though we did just go through one. I haven't looked into it. A heck of a year or last few years, but in general, like, I don't know. That was what I was thinking of as as I was listening to Matt talk about it because we, unless you're traveling and and you're there, even in some of these countries that over in India and Qatar, Middle East, in general, we don't really know what's going on. But now you do. Like knowing that knowledge and that people can get that, like paying for, like, say you do do the trip and you, like, does that money go towards the back labor or do they just like fuck them in both ways? Like, you're kind of trapped before we do this event and then they make the money for people to actually come and do it. Do they get that money? Because then it's kind of like, all right, well, that's you worked kind of hard, a... you get paid for it after, or are you still fucked? Because then it's not worth it because you don't want to like 
give that place money if it's not paying for the people that that's been a conversation with the olympics keep in mind that qatar is not a poor country no it's an oil rich country they are they are filthy rich they technically in some ways probably have more money than we do money to that where the people struggled to do it and felt more like they have more money to toss around than we do it's almost like you're in jail picking up trash on the road yeah or prison except you might get it by a car <laughs> uh, when I worked in Las Vegas, there's a there's a resort. I don't think it's a casino. It's called City Center, and it's a weirdly shaped thing they plugged into the strip. And I covered maybe thirteen deaths of steelworkers. I talked to some of the steelworkers on the scene after some of the the deaths, and they told me that inside the community, the steelworking community, they referred to it as City Cemetery, not City Center. And they actually also told me that in the bid for the project, the, the, the builder budgets in money for lives lost. 21 is how many they assumed would die building this thing. And they assign a dollar amount to your life, and they put that in the bid. That's the payout. So 21 were expected to die, and at the time I left Vegas, 16 had. And... Every time I go to that place, all I can think about is there's 16 dead people underneath oh. my feet, at least, but that were nothing but numbers to some, some contractor. So some Shell Adelstein motherfucker can make another billion dollars, you know? So I have a real problem standing in a, in a stadium thinking about 7,000 people who were modern-day slaves, and yet, in a good long life, you may get, what, 10 chances to go to the World Cup? I've already missed several. Right. <laughs> you know, at 42, I've maybe got four left until I can't just up and travel anymore. Maybe I got more. But if I got to take a principled stand on everything that a corrupt organization like FIFA does... This is the worst of it. I'm going to miss out. Yeah. I didn't go to Russia, even though I wanted to. Money. Now i got to miss out on this... And it's fortunate 2026 will be here at home, partially. But beyond that, I'd like to go to all of them that I can. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think uh, having this discussion has made me think about it. And I would have gone to Russia if the opportunity. I would have as well. Um, but Because I'm, I'm not scared by it. And in fact, as mentioned before, there's history there that I would like to not just footy history but other history mm-hmm. that i would like to be able to see and, and kind of absorb the atmosphere of because um, i think that's kind of part of, of what you do when you travel and maybe that's why nothing intrigues me about guitar and all i'm doing now is is learning more and more reasons to not want to go yeah and wish that they had awarded it to another location. Apparently but in 2018, it was declared too late to turn back now. Yeah. So they've, it's not I, even on the table. I remember that. Though there's and a change.org petition. Well, they could change how they... To boycott it. They, they, they could change a whole lot of things, well, but they're right. not going to change. Hold it there, but they can change how they reward yeah. the workers and pay. And like That's people, what the Qatari like, government is saying they're doing. Right. They're like, look, it takes time. And it's true. Okay, two of the other controversies I've heard of but couldn't substantiate were it's illegal to be gay and punishable by death. That's horrible. There are Sharia laws in a Muslim country, and it is possible that a Muslim 
homosexual could be condemned to death, but that's not happened as far as I can tell. That punishment has never been carried out. Also, it's a dry country. Muslim countries can't have alcohol. They've, I looked into this today. and Holy, wait, says, what? It says you can, you can get alcohol with a permit if you're a legal adult and you can't have it in public. That's a big, that's a big no-no. So you can transport it from purchase to home. But you can't have it anywhere <laughs> else. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a big thing with the World Cup too, as far as the fans are going. It's like, why would we go and if then we not be drink. able to drink and have fun? Apparently, they've thought of that, and they're going to have designated drinking areas. Okay, that would Qatar. make sense. I had heard about that. So they are accommodating this. Why. They're bending their rules Still, a little bit. Wow. I don't expect any legal problems. Like you know, what's that movie where they go to? turkey and get busted like midnight express or something that old movie where you end up in jail yeah basically you end up with drugs and in jail and and forever i don't expect anything like that and whether or not you are gay it seems to be and here's where it's weird because we can get all high and mighty as americans in 2020 saying that if you're just not openly gay that you'll never get found out but in my lifetime, we had Don't Ask, Don't Tell. That was a Democrat president yep, who yep. initiated that. That was a whole, look, we're not going to persecute you if we just don't know. Just don't tell us and you'll be fine. But was that a stepping stone to what we have now where everyone's okay to be who they are? Yes, it was. And that's where Qatar is now. They're like, look, just don't tell us and you won't have any trouble. So if you go there as a fan or a player and you're not caught in public engaging in homosexual the thing is is there's a handful of them that have already come out and have been yeah open so would they not be able to travel with their team or would they not be selected because of that due to their like it it opens up a whole bag of worms strange because i was reading earlier about a homosexuality i guess analysis assessment during your exam for visa I assume it's just a question on a form. Are you gay? Yes or no. If you say yes, you got problems. You're probably not (laughs) going to get into the country. If you say no, whether you are or not, I think that's as far as that goes. As long as you're not openly engaging in homosexual activity in Soliciting it or whatever the situation Or even just demonstrating it because they do have those virtue police in Muslim countries. Yeah, the virtue police is the thing that Make oh, sure it's yeah. not even a law. It's more of a, it, it's these Sharia laws of ethics and gotcha. morality as determined by their religion, as interpreted by somebody else. Because <laughs> I know Muslims who don't have any problem with homosexuality at all. I assume there will be no problem because of the international spotlight put on the country, but I can't be sure. As somebody who is intolerant of of any kind of discrimination in any way, shape, or form, could I in good conscience support a country that holds those values? At the same time, you know, FIFA is on their website saying, look, they've found a way to sustain zero emissions with these stadiums. They've found cooling technologies that didn't exist before. They've got... Because they've had to under yes. certain circumstances that normally wouldn't be acceptable yeah. to FIFA. But they've rules. made they've made certain environmental progress. They've fixed traffic issues. They've fixed 
other stuff. Just not around the prostitution these. and, you know. <laughs> Nothing with human virtue. <laughs> but they've figured out some infrastructure things based on these projects, these stadiums they've built. There's two more years, and the scrutiny will get ever and ever tighter in the lead-up to the 2022 World Cup because so many people are talking about boycotting it. And at the same time, people inside the country are like, you're all misinformed. It's fine. You can have a drink. It's not that, like, we're not dying every day. I couldn't substantiate any of that, so I don't know. It could be bots propagandizing on Quora. I don't know. Mm-mm. But half the people I could find said, yes, I'm boycotting because of human rights violations, and half said no because it makes them get better. It exposes the world to them. And when you decide to bid for the World Cup, much like Trump running for president, you got to expect that level of scrutiny for the next 12 years in their case. So they must have been willing on some level, at the government level, to improve. And that's admirable. Maybe it's not going as fast as it should, but they're trying yeah okay i'll I'll give him some credit on trying uh some credit but not enough that it would overturn my decision i think so you think you wouldn't be comfortable going to the world cup there's really a a very very small percentage of me that has any desire to want to i mean even if the if the trip were free i'd go but then I would probably be worried about going until I'm there and I start experiencing what it's like. And then I, I have no idea how I would feel mm-hmm. based on whatever experiences I would have. But you pretty much would have to give me the trip for free at this point for me to want to go. Mm-hmm. If money's not an issue and you watch the first few games, let's say the first two weeks of the month-long contest, nothing happens, everyone's fine nobody's being persecuted arrested flogged or jailed for life or executed (laughs) and it's just like germany and everyone's peace and love and the world's come together as is the hope for world cup right and money's no issue would you then say oh well the u.s made the round of four i'm gonna go hitch a ride over to qatar because things are going well so far would that be proof enough to to kind of ease your mind. Yeah, that would, I mean, yeah, I think so. That we as a world could come together and not be subjected to their Sharia law. Yeah, I, I think that that helps. Um, I, I had heard of, of talk of where they might have, they used the term camps at one point just to kind of scare us, but areas where World Cup travelers could be able to drink and, and kind of almost like a, a player's village in the Olympics or whatever it is, you know, designated areas for people to hang out and to socialize. Yeah. To to socialize and feel safe. And that to me was a flag. So yeah, I I, I mean, in other countries too. Right. But that you don't want to give the world cup to a country that has to do that. Promote. Right. You want to be able to make it where if I go as a guest, I come back to my home country and I have nothing but good things to say and can't talk about the next trip I want to go and take to Qatar. Right. But unfortunately, over the last 12 years, I haven't heard a single story that makes me feel that way. I don't know much about Qatar. So, 
when we talk about World Cup planning, I'm kind of like, I, I'm okay with almost skipping 2022 altogether. And absolutely, let's figure out whether we got to go to Canada, Mexico, San Diego, New Jersey. I don't think that our stadium here in Colorado is even part of the bid or was part of the bid. I, I think we were to an extent with Mile High, but uh, I think it fell off the table a little. I, I don't remember. Kansas City might also be an issue or a, a situation, but I would absolutely love to do whatever I could to get a part of like two matches when the World Cup is here in 2026. If that's the right date, yeah, that is. Um, so, I, I there's Qatar scares the shit out of me, <laughs> quite seriously, and and that was before Matt gave me more All news. All the labor work and the sacrifice, like, and not even the forced. Sacrifice. Exactly, like it makes thinking me just coming in for one way. Right. in that you come in with stars in your eyes, thinking you're going to be able to provide. Like how can you enjoy that knowing? And that? then yeah, next you thing might come you from know, Bangladesh where you are impoverished, thinking this is going to get my family out of poverty. Right. And you're in, and now you're a slave. A right. worse and situation you're than you were in before family. you left. Right. And you're in debt for right. thousands of money. But monies. there's so many people that don't know that. I would never have known that. So, say I was a huge. I am a growing soccer fan, but say I didn't know that. Traveled there, I would feel horrible knowing that. Lavishing in the life and knowing people sacrifice. Oh, learning about it later? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I would never. Like, kind of Matt said, there was dead people under your feet. And it feels a lot. I mean, there's a lot of culture here, too, but it's usually for, like. Oh, honestly, as a world or a human race, we've never been kind to each other. Certain groups, niches, clicks, whatever. Yeah, sure. It's just grown over time. Well, I think people forget the but sacrifice people give. How much we've grown part of history country. is is death, and how messed up it's been. But they didn't get the respect. That's and what bothers me. Yeah, it. I don't know. It, I, I think that's kind of what we talk about a lot on this show: is the history and history with footy. And there's nothing about guitar that has either. Well, this is more of a philosophical yeah, episode, yeah. yeah. That's <clears throat> true, too, which we touch on quite a bit. Otherwise, we wouldn't have soccer. I'd say, yeah, I'd say half and half is what I'm going to shoot for. Um, but, yeah, it, you got me here. There's there's still nothing about the, the guitar 2022 World Cup that, that makes me... As a diehard soccer fan, as somebody who's lived and breathed footy. Now, before you knew all this stuff, you said if U.S. played soccer in any stage, you would want to be there. How do you feel now? Although you do want to support your team, but you don't want to disrespect slightly different. Gave hours and to be honest, still yeah, slightly different. I just not there, and it's not that I'm like total like like I said, if it was free and. I, I I don't think I would make any sacrifices for this one. Yeah. Let's so it's not way. a matter of boycotting. It's a matter of just not not bothering. Yeah, a little bit. I, I don't... My boycott's not going to matter because yeah. I wouldn't be going anyway. Um, it's not about... I mean, the principles and the values I'm, I'm, I, I stand for 
and I could use as an excuse, but I still wouldn't have been going. Mm -hmm. That just adds to the reason why I'm not going. So now going back to your friends from the beginning who were in Germany in 06, South in Africa South Africa. And them telling you, hey, Brendan, I went to the World Cup in Germany and South Africa, and your reaction to that. Now think about 10 years from now and them telling you or someone telling you, Oh they yeah, man! I was in I was in Qatar 2022. What would would you even want to know any more details? What would you would I you would you be as impressed? I the only way I would be impressed is if the U.S. made one hell of a run <laughs> and freaking won it, and you were there for that. Yeah, that that would be, and maybe that's honestly one of the reasons why a lot of these people will still go. Mm-hmm. is to be able to say, hey, I was there when. But it, you're you're playing an odds game at that point. And if you have the ability to play that game, go. Enjoy it. Uh, and, and be a part of it if you want to be. But for me, it's... I play my cards differently yeah. in this game, in this situation, at this point in time. It... it I felt differently about Russia. I felt differently about Germany, South Africa. They didn't go to Russia. And I think that life did different things for them too. Partially the U.S. weren't involved. True. But um, for me, it's also if, if Scotland were there. But Scotland hasn't been involved since 98, so that's a small kind of if. It's more like... If you add that to the reason, that would Why be... Why has it been 98? So, yeah, the last bit, they, they, and they did it to themselves, too, because I think that I honestly feel like the Federation hasn't done themselves any favors with their coaching selections. So it's not about winning if they exclude it? Well, they, they, they don't qualify. They, they play against some of the... the I, how they lose against... Countries like uh, San Marino or Georgia, it you shouldn't tie against Slovakia. Like there are certain countries and teams that they need to be able to beat, and they can't do it. Mm-hmm. And it's not because they're not quality players. Like there are over probably two teams worth of decent Scottish football players, soccer Maybe players. It's Well, it's far from political. Well, there's probably always politics involved, but they haven't made the best coaching decisions. They're they're on a Clark's done a decent job with this squad lately. They did okay in Euros, but now it and some friendlies. But now the qualifiers are on the schedule. It's time to kind of stop dicking around a little bit and take take things seriously. Scotland. Has a lot of potential, a lot of talent, but as a team, they can't find the offense. So I don't know. Different tangent. I'm sorry. Probably didn't like, mean for it to go Why that round, but she uh, asked a question. You answered it. No problem. Yeah, I I don't know. I I'm struggling to find a, a reason to be like, yeah, I would be jealous, envious, or want to go to Qatar. Yeah. See, I struggle with the nihilism of. But it's my turn. It's my time. It's like I can afford it. I I can go. I want the experience. And then my cosmopolitanism, which says you can't be mean to anybody and be rewarded for it. 
you can't be horrible and be rewarded for it. And I think I'm really going to pay a lot of attention to the whole, what have they done to try to make it better? I'm not sold on any of the stories I've heard so far. Yeah. And that's where I've got to, I've got to look more into what the government's trying to do to make it better for workers. I know there's a new like hundred page document about the rights of workers, but Amnesty International's thing was in 2016 and they're like, Six years later, even as of now, we found the same. They interviewed like 235 people. All of them corroborated not getting the pay they agreed to, not doing the job they were hired for, and not getting paid regularly. All 234 that they, that they interviewed, all hired after that or employed after that new Bill of Rights was established. So you can write down things, but you got to enforce it too. It's like, well, it's like I'm always yelling about here in Colorado with the (laughs) trucks. It's illegal for a truck to just sit in the number one lane and drive all the way to Montana, but they do it because no cop ever pulls them over and says, you can't be in the number one lane. You're a big goddamn truck. (laughs) You're here to pass, then you get back to the right is actually the law in the books. Never enforced. And the consequence of that is anytime you want to go north from Broomfield... You're stuck behind a truck 100% of the time because the assholes just sit in both lanes and just fucking hold up everyone. So Qatar is just doing that. Like, look what we wrote down. It's all pretty words, but we don't practice what we preach so far. So in the next 18 months, because there is visas involved and you got to start to work on this stuff before November 2022. But as it comes down, I'm really going to be looking at, like, can I live with this decision? Would I want to tell people I was in Qatar in 2022? Or would I be ashamed to say that I went to that World Cup? Is it one of those situations where if, if you say, hey, I was in Qatar in, Qatar in 2022, <laughs> yeah, let me try and say that fast three times. <laughs> would the first thought in that person's head that you're talking to be, was it for military reasons? Why were you there? I and then you tell the f- them it was pleasure and you were there to watch soccer. Well, I was Are they going to start to judge you? But I think some people travel and not know the struggles that made it happen. I think people are naive or don't want to know. Oh, there's, there's, there's a percentage and, like, of that. Money and they just do it. I like to think that I associate with intelligent people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you think of like the people that help build it and didn't get the respect and the money. And, I like, do. I, I think of like, the 7,000 souls like, under my feet. Right. They died and their families are without them. And I would have to away. say, if, if we didn't have this and conversation and we went to the game, I would not have known that. And coming back and learning it last, I would probably feel a little guilty. Like, you know, what, you know, I don't know. Or does our presence help for the future families? That's that's the other argument is like, look, this is a chance for the world to judge Qatar mm-hmm. and Qatar to live right. up to that. I think it was Russia, whoever, at the FIFA announcement in 2010, when Sepp Blatter said 18 goes to Russia, 22 to Qatar, the dude from Russia said, you have entrusted us with the World Cup and we won't let you down. Now, that's a sacred vow to live up to the standards that we all expect them to live Weirdly, up to. Weirdly, I feel like Russia feels differently about it than you can't hold. Well, that's not Putin saying that. And this guy who accepted <laughs> right. the nomination ain't 
Putin level government. I'm sure in maybe in his heart he thought this will make my beloved Russia better. And that's the most noble thing I can bestow upon this guy. I don't know. Other than his name was Igor, because perfect. <laughs> um, well, you gotta give, like, not every person goes to our president, and they may feel the same thing. Like yeah. Putin. Putin. But again, like, I don't think Trump had any... Did he have any role in the bid for the 2026? I don't. I edited him no, out I of most mean, of my like, memory. You got people that will support <laughs> your country and their rulers, and then. Nope. But I, I can respect that guy in that moment saying we will honor the tradition of the World Cup. FIFA chose. They say they chose Russia and Qatar because. For 2018 and 2022, we go to new lands because the FIFA World Cup has never been in Eastern Europe or the Middle East. So I understand wanting to expand soccer's reach to other regions of the world. But again, it's supposed to be a reward for proper behavior in the 21st goddamn century. That's why they hadn't been there before. <laughs> exactly. You got to look at because the Because both of why. those countries have a very long-standing history of not doing anything that rewards an event like the World Cup or the Olympics. Yeah, Either right. one. Because in any country that's had the World Cup in my lifetime, the idea that homosexuality might be punishable by death, even if it hasn't happened... Easy is unbelievable, even back to the 80s when I was paying attention. Right. I mean, just being gay could cause you to be executed. Well, even the folks that... Oh, folks, I shouldn't say. But folks. <laughs> folks. Like even... Well, they hid their homosexuality and still punished homosexuality. That's a sad... Yeah, that sad happens here, like, though. Like, they hid yeah. it and then punished people that they could relate to. Yeah, most homophobic people... Most of your vicious homophobic people are somehow slightly gay on some level. And again, sexuality is a spectrum. You're not one or the other all the time. Oh, everyone's bisexual. It's just whether you're tearing one side or the other. Exactly. It's It's human. And even animals show it and we study it and we don't accept it. Well, some people do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is supposed to be a footy episode. (laughs) Hey, have you heard about the penguins in the zoo? Anyway, I think there will be other uh, other World Cup 2022 discussions as we get closer and things mm-hmm. develop. But as of right now, I'm completely torn. I want Qatar to act right, and I want to know that I can be proud of the experience in my memory if I choose to go. Are you thinking about it? It's the next World Cup, and I've never been to one. If I had been to any World Cup in my whole life, probably I could do without this one. But I'm like, like we talked about last time, nothing's guaranteed. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. True. true. My drive home's not guaranteed. I may never get another chance again. I would like to feel okay about taking this moment in my life to do what I, what I really want to do because mm-hmm. I can. It's my time. In 2022, it'll be my time. Still, if I'm here. True. But you're not guaranteed tomorrow, so. It's true. And that's actually really sad, but so true. It doesn't I know. matter. Yeah, because I'm not really thrilled about waiting till 2028. 20, 26. In 2026, yeah. we'll, we'll have to talk about that too, but I would like to see a game in all three countries by then. That actually wouldn't be a bad feat to kind of... We got me in Edinburgh. I don't know about... 
Yeah, I gotta right. start making. <laughs> I'm like, you got me. In we need to start making Canadian and Mexican <laughs> friends. We can yeah, stay right, with. Right. This podcast needs to go international by yep. 2025. All right, we need some Canada and Mexico well, helpers. Canada's easy. It's so close to my family. Oh yeah, we can go to some Toronto games. They're guaranteed to get some games in Toronto. Yeah, there Toronto. We'll we'll just stay. So we'll stay in Batavia. Man. We'll yeah, we'll stay in Batavia. You would my 2026 my Batavia. Dad. I already love your dad. <laughs> you really would though, wouldn't he? Oh my god, it'd be awesome. So now we just need we friends have in Mexico acres. City. There's no yep. reason not you can't stay. Azteca. We need some Azteca friends. Might be able to make a few phone calls between now and then. Hey, if your son wants to learn to hunt, depending on the season, <laughs> you got my dad's property. You got pheasant, deer. <laughs> if he's gonna hunt, he's gonna hunt without me because I feed him vegetarian. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so that would be a, a spot choice for us to sit and a part for him and my dad to go. <laughs> That'll be a choice he makes for himself. Yeah, I, never... I don't impose. I don't impose my beliefs. But if he wants to me to cook, he's getting vegetables every time. Anywho, uh, thanks for listening. Footylosser.com for more. Footylosser doing soccer right. Let's take a look at why it's an analogy for life.